Welcome, everybody, to the pilot episode of Three Truths and a Liar, the podcast where four college grads discuss the latest news, questions, and stories out of the Midwest and the world. I am your moderator, Matt Lee, and I am joined today by my good friends, introduced in no particular order, beginning with Nick Ackerson. How's it going? Nick, how are you doing today, buddy? You know, it's going pretty good. How about you? Oh, it's fantastic. This is a bucket list item here. Big moment. We also have Chase Panko. Hey, how are you doing? Great. I'm doing really well. And then, finally, we also have all the way from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, Jack Cochever. How are you doing, Jack? I'm doing well. How are you, Matt? That's, I'm doing great. Very well. Very well. So, we begin today with a very important segment called Freshly Pressed. This is where we set aside a conversation to talk about an issue that we feel needs to be mentioned. These last few weeks have proven to us that not only is institutionalized racism still a problem, it is still our problem, here in Minnesota and in the United States. Following the death of George Floyd on May 25th, protests have spread from Minnesota across the United States, demanding justice for his family and reform of our policing and government. Our hearts go out to the family of George Floyd here on the podcast, to the black community, and to those that are fighting to make our nation stronger. Panel, do you have any thoughts to share about this? I'll say, from coming from Michigan, I don't know what it's like down in Minneapolis right now. Uh, what I know there's the thing with a semi drove through the crowd of people on 35. Do you guys know what happened there? Yeah. Uh, I do know that the, dude, the guy was released. Apparently the like the interchange or whatever wasn't closed properly and uh he got let on when he wasn't supposed to be it kind of seemed like just kind of a clusterfuck but oh okay i know like from everything i've seen it they made it seem out like he was trying to run down people but i didn't know if that was just the media or not yeah it, it was conflicting reports i know so in the moment, I do remember, because I was actually sitting on the couch watching this as it happened live, the the media's initial thought was that this tanker was there, uh, and it was potentially filled uh, with oil oh, or something. I, I mean, of course, it looked like an oil tanker, so there was ideas running around about if this was some sort of planned thing, or if it was just to scare people. Uh, it, I think, though, especially from the follow-up of it, that it was there really wasn't anything else to it other than that there was a disgruntled truck driver who ended up driving through the middle of these people. But yeah, I don't think it was filled and nothing else came of it, but it was scary at the time. Initially, yeah, still it definitely looked to me like an act of terrorism. So I understand some of the, the media output that it, you know, it, it looked pretty bad. If you've seen any, it did. It was like, wow. It I really did. Especially live. Cause nobody knew. Now, obviously, looking back, knowing the context of it, it's still pretty bad. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> it, really it doesn't. Is. Say, there, there's not as much malicious or malice there. All right. Well, out of respect for their much greater experience and knowledge on this issue, uh, instead of trying to talk about it ourselves, we actually wanted to read the demands from Black Lives Matter uh, as part of their hashtag defund the police movement. Um, so I have the demands here. Do any of you also have it in front of you and you want to read them? I don't. Just read them off for me so I can hear Okay. Them. So this is actually from the Black Lives Matter website. Um, so I encourage anybody listening to this, go check it out. They have a lot of material there. Um, certainly 
a lot more research and thought put into it than we ever could here on this podcast. So here's what they have to say. This is the hashtag defund the police movement. Enough is enough. Our pain, our cries, and our need to be seen are heard and resonate throughout this entire country. We demand acknowledgement and accountability for the devaluation and dehumanization of black life at the hands of the police. We call for radical, sustainable solutions that affirm the prosperity of black lives. George Floyd's violent death was a breaking point, an all too familiar reminder that for black people, law enforcement doesn't protect or save our lives. They often threaten and take them. Right now, Minneapolis and cities across our country are on fire and our people are hurting. The violence against black bodies felt in the ongoing mass disobedience, all while we grapple with a pandemic that is disproportionately affecting, infecting, and killing us. We call for an end to the systemic racism that allows this culture of corruption to go unchecked and our lives to be taken. We call for a national defunding of police. We demand investment in our communities and the resources to ensure black people not only survive, but thrive. That is again from the Black Lives Matter website. So with all that having been said, we'll have some fun with the rest of this podcast. We did feel like that needed to be talked about. We've all brought a story, a headline, or a question that the rest of us have not been told about for this next segment. This means we have no idea where the next discussion is going. But I can tell you one question we're going to answer. Listeners, it's time to find out. Are they qualified for this? So we're going to start off with Jack. Jack, what have you got for us today? All right, so it's going to be quite a jump. I want to do something a little like athletic, sporty, but no sports going on, so there's nothing to talk about there. So I went to a very quick second option. It's pretty good. We're going to do a Mad Lib. Oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Are you guys are you guys familiar with a Mad Lib? Exactly. I, I think we are. This is, uh, okay. in case somebody listening hasn't, this is where you take a uh, something and you fill in usually adjectives or nouns or some type of word type, um, and it's going to generate something. I'm sure Jack has a something special for us. What do you got, Jack? No. So, so this is a Fifty Shades of Grey Mad Lib. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> so I Why? will need, I will need a verb ending in s. A verb ending in s. Uh, let's go with reads because I've never actually read Fifty Shades of Grey. It's a book, right? I don't, I, I, I don't know who would have. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, uh, Nick, I'm gonna need a body part. Arm. Arm. Yep. An arm. Easy. All right, Chase, give me another body part. Left eye. <laughs> Left eye. Okay. Uh, then uh, we'll need another verb ending in S. Anyone can tell me. <sighs> Jumps. Good one. Jumps. That is a good one. Matt, give me a body part. Uh-oh. Uh, ear. Right ear. Ear. Right ear. Okay, more specific. Um, and now... We need one more body part. I'm going to go with nose. The nose. Is that the left or the right nose? Uh, I guess the right nostril. We'll okay, the right nostril. Right nose nostril. Okay. Uh, another verb ending in S. So many verbs. Slams? Slams. That's very Fifty Shades of Jack, gray. can I pause this for a moment? I need to clarify something. Did yep. you write this or did you find this? 
This uh, that's not important, Matt. Yes, it is. I <laughs> that, think it's extremely no way important. To... <laughs> well, Jack, we gotta get your frame of mind. Have you or have you not read Fifty Shades of Grey? I have. <laughs> I've never read the books. I have seen the movies. Yes, I was turned on. Oh, no. oh my god! Okay. At least you're honest. Maybe <laughs> they are quite good. Didn't they release like a new Fifty Shades of Grey book? <laughs> I have no idea. Jack, Never read. clearly since you're a lot more engaged in this than us, we have no I, idea if they have. I'm I'm looking it up. Fifty Shades of Grey New Book. I don't even know who wrote that book. Um, E.L. James. Whatever E.L. stands for. Ah, E.L. James. It's probably like a, like a writing pseudonym or whatever. So, yeah, truly. So it, truly a scholar right there. So <laughs> it is... Uh, She's definitely your he. It's definitely for me. Yes. I think, I think it's a girl, um, but it might be a guy. I don't know. So, okay. So there are three movies. I've never... I've only seen the first one. Ooh, disappointing. My true fan. Oh, yeah, I think, uh, maybe I was wrong. There's only three books. I think there's five. She wrote, she wrote a couple that are uh, from the perspective of the dude. Because I think, I think those books follow uh, a female protagonist. I guess you call it. Did your mom reason. tell you this? I, I, I feel know. like your mom yeah, is people, mom, is someone that's read this. Your mom definitely read it, yeah. Yeah. I think my mom yeah. did, too. Yeah. Like, pretty, uh, pretty popular with the housewife crowd. <laughs> <laughs> all right where were we into my math? you just list? asked us for a verb uh, we got slams well i've asked you for like four verbs uh an adjective do you guys know what an adjective harry. is <laughs> all right harry let me get back to my uh my doctor describe yourself there bud yeah yeah just a little bit okay what's next i'll need another one another adjective yep crusty actually i need i'm crusty oh no just like my socks. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll need another one. Fruity. Uh, a third one. Fruity. What? Fruity. Fruity? Yes. Fruity. Uh, now, give me another body part. Right toe. Right, right big toe. toe. Right, I, right toe. I like how since the left eye was specified, now we're explicitly stating if we're talking about the left toe, this left big important. toe. You never know. This could be like some... It could be I mean, it's Fifty yeah. Shades of Grey, so... I think now, we know where this is going. Is I haven't actually read the entire... Okay, I'll be honest with you. I found this one online. It wasn't very hard. But I haven't read it through yet, so I don't actually know what it's going to say. Oh, oh, oh. You haven't read the Mad Lib that you're having us read live? Nope, I just saw a Fifty Shades of Grey one, and I said, that'll be good, and then I moved on. All right. Oh, boy. Um... Uh, So where were we? Body part. I need three more body parts. Oh, my gosh. Tongue. Tongue. Back. Give me another one. The back. That's what Jay, that's what back. Chase said. Yep. Oh. The right nipple. Okay, and now the right nipple. The right nip. Okay. Now I need another verb ending in S. Shakes. Jinx. Oh, shakes. Shinks. Shakes. Chase. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh my. Uh now give me a noun. A noun. Ball. Ball. Ball game. What type of oh what type God. of ball are we talking uh, here? A rubber ball. Okay, rubber ball. That's important, especially with Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> this is true. Um, body part. 
another body part. We, yeah, we've said uh, Shane. quite so a few. Most of the face. It's a lot of body parts. Now, we've almost assembled I'm, an entire person at this point. Jack. We are Dr. Frankenstein right now. Uh, give me a noun. Shoe? Shoe. Okay. Uh, body part. I've got three body parts. Rattle them off. Knee. Knee. Shoulder. Shoulder. Butt. And the butt. There we go. Oh, yeah. Hopefully that's the last that's body the... part. We're ending on that, right? Uh, well, there's a little bit more. No more ver- uh, No more body parts, though. Okay. I need I need an adverb. An adverb. You guys know what yeah, no, adverb. I know. Uh, vigorously. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> ooh, vigorously. He vigorously. Give me an adjective. Oh. Sweaty? Oh, Sweaty. boy. Sweaty. Uh-oh. <laughs> I need a noun. Uh, Spoon. Oh. Spoon. Oh. That's good. Okay. That is good. All right. I need two adjectives. Two adjectives now. Yep. Let's go green. Girthy. Okay. Green. Comma girthy. I'm very this better be worth it, Jack. This is taking a long time. <laughs> yeah, this is wild. And and now I need a verb ending in ing. Thrusting. Uh oh. Thrusting. Okay. You <laughs> oh, are you boy. are you people? Wow. I just gotta say, Jack, is this is this thing assembled now? It it is assembled. It is ready. You really brought the heat with this segment. The first, <laughs> wow. I mean, it is fifty shades. Right? I mean, yeah. I I mean, we were asking for it by making this. You segment, you wanted but... the heat, and I and I was delivered. Yeah. All right. I you guys might be a little turned on after this. Uh, I doubt it. What? Should should I bring in like my like sexy like reader yes, voice? Yes, please. Isn't that always Jack? He reads his arms, so his left eye pushes against me. Yes, right there. He jumps his right ear along my right nose nostril. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? This doesn't even like eases back, then slams into me again. So hairy, so crusty, so fruity. His big right toe presses down on me. His tongue and his back. On either side of my right nip. Oh, Anna, he's, uh, he sh- shrinks, shinks. I don't remember what word he said. He shrinks as he lets go. Uh, <laughs> my name. Ar- <laughs> I don't think Jack. You had one I job. <laughs> I'm gonna ask the person who wrote this. I don't think they spoke English. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I just want to point out. All these body parts everywhere is very awkward and difficult, and this dude must be like have no bones in his fucking body. Yeah, dude, Christian Gray is nimble. Um, wait, so let's get back to this. Uh, Anna, he shrinks, 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 skinks as he lets go. My name a rubber ball. That's why I think he doesn't speak yeah, English. My name a rubber ball on his chin as he finds his chew. I'm feeling nothing, Jack. Well, I gotta yeah, be honest. No, yeah, yeah. This isn't doing it. Yeah, this Not is this at all. Is bad. I, I am sorry. <laughs> I think your voice was more exciting than the average. All right. Well, let me let me finish. <laughs> we only got a couple more lines. His knee rests on my shoulder. 
his butt wrapped around me. Ooh. I just want to. I just want to enjoy the vigorously sweaty afterglow of making spoon with Christian Grey, <laughs> because that's what we've done. Green girthy thrusting. Wow. Okay. Right. The I was, suppose the they they kind of stuck the landing. I don't know if that. Yeah, yeah, it, it was wrong. The first half, I don't even think it was English. Um, I will send you guys the uh, Mad Lib so you can read it. It's not well written. You see, it's pretty I bad. Think the problem is that they have too many entries and too little, like, words already on the page. But I think it finished pretty strong. Um, I, I don't know. I'm a little hot and bothered This right brings now. up a problem, though, that I've had with Mad Libs for a long time, which is they're... I feel like the concept of it is more entertaining than the result usually is. Because true. almost every it time I've true. done a Mad Lib, it's been kind of funny thinking of words, and then inevitably there's maybe one line in the whole Mad Lib that's funny. The rest of them that are just like, laugh. nothing. <laughs> when was the last time you guys have done a Mad Lib? Like middle oh, school? Man, it's been a long time. Like third grade. I just grade. remember like... In Perk, you could go to like Perkins as like when you were a kid, and they'd have the kids menu, oh. and there'd usually be one on the menu oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And they came with crayons, right? Yeah, well, Jack. And color. We know that you do continually use the ch- children's menu up until today. See, so if I could go to a restaurant and order Dino Chicky Nuggies <laughs> off of a kids menu, I would be content. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I, I you know maybe for one meal I would. It's been a while. I'd probably get tired no, I, of it, though. You wouldn't. They're so good. They're so good. Fair enough. I think we'll leave that segment on the Dino Chicken Nuggies. That's about as good as it can end. <laughs> Chase, what do you got for us Yeah, today? so this is going to be a bit of a pivot, I guess, with, uh, with yeah. Jack's introduction. Um, I know all of us in this panel are uh, pretty pretty into video games, and we, we partake uh, pretty heavily in video games over the years, especially. Um, and so I was just curious for you guys' thoughts on what your favorite video game has been of all time. If you could name that number one and then just give me a little, a little bit of why. I think that's, uh, a, that's hard. the people listening to this probably don't know the answer. But I bet everybody on the panel knows my answer to this question. Uh, I think I know. Well, <laughs> I, I know the answer because we've discussed it, and it jumps back and forth between two answers all the time. Yes, it does. But well, Matt has said that he has come to a definitive I have. conclusion. I have definitively mm-hmm. concluded recently that my favorite game of all time is Terraria, and there's actually a number of reasons for that. The first one I would say is that the progression is extremely addicting. It's so good. It's so good. Uh-huh. So basically, for people who haven't played the game before, you can kind of do whatever you want, but the general idea of the game and what it sort of leads you to naturally is you start out with kind of gear that's really bad. Um, you're really weak, so you you start off the game. I guess I'll start a little bit from the beginning, but I'll keep it short. Basically, it's like 2D Minecraft, but with more RPG elements. Exactly, yeah. So you start out with nothing but a pickaxe, uh, and ba- and you're kind of just set loose in the world. You can do whatever you want, but the game naturally leads you to getting more... Um, a-, a big part of the game is movement, so you can get things like wings and fly around. Uh, it's it's a very cool game. You can do it essentially whatever you want with it. You can be a farmer. You can be a fighter. You can do anything, really, and it, it's just it's just really good. And I would highly recommend checking it out if you haven't. If you can't tell, Matt is a shill for Terraria. I I am. So, uh, this is true. 
So, Matt, I gotta ask, why did it beat out Skyrim, your close second? Okay, I, I actually, this is a tough question to answer, to be quite honest with you. I'm gonna go ahead and say the reason why it beats out Skyrim is because of polish, and also because the skill cap, in my opinion, in Terraria, it's not all about skill, but certainly in Skyrim, you sort of hit a point where it's extremely easy very quickly, and then it gets a little boring because both of the games are demand a lot of time. And so once you've played through Skyrim once, um, it, it's, it's a lot harder to, to replay it and to feel like you're really learning something new when you've replayed it. Whereas Terraria, every time you play it, it's a little different and it's you learn something new. There's a lot of difficulty modes. There's a new one, actually, which is even harder it just came out. There's a new update. It used to be expert mode is the hardest. Now there's a master mode. You guys know this. It's even harder. I know. I, I it's bad. <laughs> it's painful, actually. Yeah, it, but I do feel like that's a good example. Compared to Skyrim's hardest difficulty, I feel like master mode is much fairer. I've never... Uh, I haven't played Skyrim in probably... When it released? 2012? Yeah. Since 2012? Yeah. So I couldn't tell you. Yeah, both the games are old. Pretty sure Terraria is actually older than Skyrim, even. Terraria is old. But, but I still play Terraria. That's true. So, there you Matt, go. you seem like the kind of guy who likes to sink a lot of a lot of time. I am. Yeah. I, How many hours do you have in Terraria? How many hours in Terraria? I actually don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but I want to say it's about six hundred. Jesus, I actually am probably close. Yeah. Fourteen. Uh, we'll do that to you. Yeah. 399 is what I Yeah, see, so you're not that far behind. You're not that <laughs> so far behind. Did you, like, just pick up Terraria, like, regularly, like, just when quarantine started? Well, no. So, when it, like, probably not when it first came out. I would say the first major update when they actually added, like, the, uh, after you beat, like, the Wall of Flesh and you get the Hollowed release. Okay, yeah. Those are That's bosses, actually by the way. hit it hard. And then I played through all of that, whatever, five years ago okay. and then i put away haven't touched it and then when quarantine hit i picked it back up again okay it's a good game but it is a good game jack what nick you what's your answer what's your favorite so i'm gonna go back so between like if we're just talking like how much i used to play i don't play video games as much as i used to back in high school and i think for me it would be battlefield 3 uh i would say modern warfare 2 but if i'm being completely honest i was hot garbage at that that was like my first first-person shooter. But it was such a good game. It, it was nostalgia-wise, yes. If we're talking like... It was so oh, broken. Yes. But it was so fun. All I remember is Battlefield 3. I spent so much time in those goddamn helicopters and in those planes. That was like all I wanted to do. Like, ah, oh, so much fun. It felt amazing. Uh to, to fly in that game especially yeah. yeah i mean the controls were a little like once you get over the learning curve of like yeah. actually being able to control the planes and everything yeah. you, it felt so good and dude scout helicopter you get your two buddies repairing you you literally can't be shot down it was legitimately impossible how about you jack i said that's a i don't know um terraria is up there i think borderlands 2 might be it Okay. That was, I have such fond memories of playing that. Like, my buddies would come over, and you could do, like, split screen on that. I uh, picked it up today. I played, like, four hours of Borderlands 2 this morning. That's a good way to spend the day. But it was, I would say. 
I like it more than Borderlands 3. I know Chase doesn't agree, uh, but... I mean, I, I will say I, I like Borderlands 2, and I actually think it holds up really, really well. Um, and the story was, uh, I would I would say, much better than Borderlands 3, but I think the, the new gun mechanics and some of the new gameplay they added in Borderlands 3, like the sliding and some... Yeah, of no, the there's a lot of quality of life in Borderlands 3 that uh, you miss out on when you're playing Borderlands yeah. 2. But, like, Handsome Jack is an iconic villain. Like, you can't get better than that. I would agree. Yeah, I, I, that's a fair point. He's got the humor. I like the humorous he villains does. if they pull it off. Far Cry 3? What was that dude's name? Oh, oh Far Cry 3, another fantastic game. Never played Boss. that game. Really? Nope. That, that, I know. Far you should play should that. Should I? Yeah, Far Cry yes. 3 is really good. You will get sucked in, and you will play it and beat it probably in a week. Because I, I know how you get addicted. There's not much replayability. Uh, like, once you get through, it's kind of like, you know... You're done, but it is a fun game to play through once, and you get a good amount of playing time through it. So, it's it. my answer gotcha. to this question might surprise some of you because in recent years, all I've played is League of Legends. But and <laughs> I, mean, I enjoy that. It's so, true. so his answer is League of Legends. For, for the audience, I, I've had thousands of hours in, in League, and I played. Don't you have two accounts that like have all the characters unlocked? Uh, I have a, an account with everything unlocked, and then another one that I play on occasionally, but. I played for the school for a couple years, and so that would be the like the gut reaction would just be to uh, say league because I've invested so much time to that. But I think my answer, and this is definitely surprising, is probably Halo Three. Oh, that was the first game I played that like really excited a passion in me for for gaming and like social gaming in general. I just remember like my friends would come over and we would play split screen. And play Forge. If you don't know what Forge is, it's it's a map editor in Halo Three that was really like the cutting edge tech of its time, like the first real game that that uh, gave the player so much control over level editing. And I just remember we would just go into this Forge mode and just screw around and make maps for hours and hours. Like our entire weekend would just be wake up, let's just mess around and forge all day and then go to sleep. Warthog, race, Warthog racing? Yeah, yeah. There was lots of cool maps. And it was really cool just to see the community that kind of evolved around Forge. Like, you would have lots of people that were just so good at level editing that they would rival even, like, the maps created by the, the devs themselves. And it was just That's Now, you're going to hate me for this. I've never played a Halo game. Oh, ever. wow. Aren't you, wait, don't, but didn't you get a uh, PlayStation? Like, wasn't that what you played? Yeah, yeah. I, I've always uh, been a yeah. PlayStation guy. I've never had the chance. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, never touched a Halo game. Yeah, I don't blame you, actually. In fact, you guys were talking about Battlefield earlier. I've never played Battlefield. I would play, I just played Halo in high school, to be honest. It's the perfect game to take the amount of free time that people have in high school and just demand all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, they knew what they were doing when they did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, as a as a Halo. That was MW two for me. Oh I would get God. home from whatever sixth grade, sit down, and from three o'clock when I got home from school until I went to bed, I would play MW two. I remember there was like a time when we had like a snow day or something, and I went home. Yeah. And I think like I played ten hours of. I, I don't think it was Modern Warfare two. I want to say it was like. Three or one of the Black Ops games. I can't remember which. But Black I remember whole day. That's all I did. I don't know how we have the attention span to do it now. Because if I play a game for two hours now, I'm like, alright, I gotta get up and do yeah, something. Yeah, I agree, actually. Matt, my question yeah. for you as a Halo fan would be, did you prefer Halo 3 or Halo Reach? Ooh. Because I think that's the big debate. At least yeah. In the you know, I, 
I'll be honest, I didn't start until later, and okay. so I'm probably a lot more biased on this than most people are, but I I do prefer Halo Reach just a little bit. There were, there were a couple things about it that I just was so addicted to. There was like a, uh, it's a mode called, I think it was Living Dead, but it was, it, it had zombies. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. And then it had survivors and zombies. Yeah, yeah. I'd say the same thing. It was so. It was so simple. It was just you just had to survive if you were a human, and you had to go and convert the humans into zombies if you were a zombie. It's that. That's the entire game mode. But it was so much fun. I have so much nostalgia for that one game mode alone. Yeah, and everything I said about Forge and Halo 3 applies to Halo Reach. If anything, the, the map editing in Halo Reach was even better. Like they, I think they made it easier. Yeah, it, they made it easier, and also the world that, like the map that you were editing was massive. Yeah. Like yeah. Forge World and Halo Reach, for those who haven't played it, it, it was like five times the size of anything that you would see yeah. in a, a first-person shooter up until that point. Um, I remember those prison breaks, like where you had to do like the prison break things. Those yeah. were always fun. Yeah. Alright, who hasn't gone? Somebody hasn't gone yet. Yeah, Nick. What so, do you got for us, Nick? In the news, I think it was like a week or two ago, uh, SpaceX launched their rocket up. First U.S. astronaut coming from U.S. soil since like the 60s or 70s, I think. Cool story, actually. But my question is, instead, of us four here, who would be most qualified to fly a rocket up to the ISS and perform, like, say, maintenance on it? Oh my god! I am. I'm the smartest, strongest, <laughs> fastest, best looking of all of us. Okay, oh, Mr. Perfect. Thank you for your opinion. I, you know, I honestly, I, I don't really, I don't have a strong opinion on this initially. I, I feel like there's so much. If I would say, I, I'll take this angle on this one. If whoever is the most passionate, because I don't feel like any of us actually know that much about what you'd need to do to do this. Whoever's the most passionate about it out of all of us is the one that I would vote for because I personally would not nominate myself. I I don't know that I'd want to do that, to be honest. <laughs> okay, so I looked up NASA's requirements to uh, be an astronaut um, and just to see which ones of us are actually qualified. So degree in engineering, yeah, we all got that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then we need 1,000 hours of pilot in command time in a jet aircraft. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so uh, does anybody here have anywhere close to one hour? Yeah. I've never flown a plane. <laughs> never flown a plane. Um, my question for you guys, I guess, in relation to this would just be, do any of you guys, like, have you ever flown in a small aircraft? Um, it's, it's very different than a commercial airplane like you can feel the wind like you can you can feel the plane shifting or if you've flown in a helicopter it's similar and a lot well, of times of my, uh... people get like sick from that like similar to like seasickness just yeah. the like jostling around so i would be curious if anybody has experienced something like yeah that. one of my uh, buddies from high school his dad has uh, his pilot's license and they own like a small like acrobatics plane so whatever a couple years ago one day we went up and we did like loops and stuff it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. So, so you're still, you're still going yourself. Uh, <laughs> After that, you still nominated yourself, dude. When I was growing up, you know how like every kid, like I want to be a firefighter. I want to be an astronaut. But then I was like, I really don't want to become a pilot. 
I feel like anytime you look at like the qualifications that dudes can become astronauts, you just kind of look at yourself and you're like, oh, so not me. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think any of us really <laughs> could so, do it. But so, um, Chase, did you get sick when you flew in the plane? I did not. So I, I've been, I've been in some small bush planes in Guatemala a couple of times that were like six seaters, you know, just really tiny. And I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed like the thrill. It almost, it feels, even if you know we have aviation perfected as a human race to some extent, it feels like you're living on the edge when you're in one of those small planes. Like there's a bit of like an adrenaline rush for me. Um, and I would say that, that I, I would live for that for that reason. So you get your pilot's license? You know, maybe. <laughs> honestly, that could be kind of cool. You got, that, hobby you got that big ball of chemical I, engineering I, right now. I got some money. Yeah, I got to save up some money. And, uh, On these better. grounds alone, I'm going to nominate Chase. Uh, well, well, Chase is too tall. Because they also have to be shorter than five feet eleven. Oh, yeah. What? So I think that's just Jack. Then. Yeah. 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 You know what, Jack? Yes. Well, you take the You're gonna get sick again. <laughs> I am. I don't puke. I just. It was scary doing all that. I don't like heights. Well, really? um, you win for being short. So can I just say, uh, if it actually came down to it, and any of us had to do anything remotely related to rockets. Might as well just fucking load it with a bunch of fireworks and have a good, good display. Yeah, no, like, I'm saying we're not here. set. Um, but I'm the astronaut now. This is kind of an aside, but I know SpaceX was looking into like having some manned expeditions to Mars in the future. Like that's that's a nice, yeah, that's the like next their, progression. That's their goal. Would any of you guys, if you were paid a significant amount, be one of those first couple people to go to Mars? Oh, oh absolutely. Definitely. I would love I, it. Just to be able to say I got I lived on Mars would be so fucking cool. He, they could send me there and not take me back. I would still go. Yeah, I was gonna say wow. if it's a if it's a one way flight, like that might be absolutely. I think I would do it. Uh, like, absolutely. Especially right now, like like other than like my parents and stuff and like my Even friends. if I had a family and kids, I'd leave them. <laughs> You'd leave them. <laughs> I'd leave them. Uh, Jack, <laughs> They're nothing. I really hope that you're wow. Wife and kids, uh, do not listen to this. Yeah, this is going to be on the record. I'll let them know that. Let's be on the first yeah, on the record. Let it be I known. I will abandon them in a heartbeat to go to Mars. So we just got to, Matt, just isolate that segment there. So Jack can play it on his phone. First date said, always it's shown. I will abandon yep. you. Uh, <laughs> in a heartbeat. If the options are leave them and go to Mars, I'm on that, I'm on that spaceship. You're on the spaceship. No questions asked. Yep. Here's just, a question. I, I just think it'd be so cool to like live on another planet, though. Like, I agree. I mean, I, I think that would be really exciting. And like I said, I'm kind of an adrenaline junkie, so just like there's an inherent danger to that. That's so, exciting. question is, would your mom move there with you? Oh, she would follow me wherever, <laughs> dude. The galaxy. I'm, I'm not escaping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She would be close behind. Um, but I, I don't think personally, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I have a hard time um just like up and leaving at this point i i, I can we get I karen as a guest on the show who karen carol? can we get your mom oh yeah we can carol. get carol hey, chase's mom we could get both kids <laughs> chase's mom yeah yeah i guess so it seems like the interesting thing about this question is it seems like we're either all in or all out there's nobody that's really middling on this you're either just oh yeah i'd go pretty much no matter what did or, you say that you were out I'm all out. I, I don't think I would do it, to be honest. Not first. Because you specified it has to be the first flight. Fuck it. I'm in. I know. I want to be the first person there. <laughs> See, okay, yeah. I will say this. Ca- copyright wise, 
I'm assuming that they had, like, unmanned missions there. Yeah. To prove that, like, they could consistently, like, get rockets there. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I guess I'll just have to... I'll just have to defer on this one. Because I don't want to do it. I don't want to go to space right now. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm ready. On? Well, I gotta get a wife and kids first, yeah. oh, and then I'm that, ready to go. Is that a requirement for you if you're single? You're that, not going. Yeah, I don't want to go if I'm single. I have like my entire life to find my wife and the kids to abandon them. <laughs> oh, Specifically, <man>. oh my, <laughs> wow! I think that I don't know how to leave it on any better point than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There isn't a better point. Okay. Well, we've talked about the topics that only one of us knew about ahead of time, but for this last segment. We wanted to take it one step further, and now none of us know what we're going to talk about. The rules here are really simple. With us today, we have two dice and Google News. I don't know. Do any of you have dice? I do. Pulled up. Uh, I have two sets of die on my Okay, because we're going to need one. We're going to need somebody to roll one with eight sides, a D8, and the other one yeah, with I'll a D6. All right, I'll roll the date. I'll roll the D6. Okay. The D8 is for category. I'm on Google News right now. The D6 is for article. We're going to find out something. It might be news to us. It might be something we already know. Give it a roll. I rolled a a two. On your D8? Um, Unless you want me to roll something else. No, it's fine. A two. First roll is first roll. Jack, did you roll yet? Yeah, I rolled a six. Okay. So we're in world news. This is going to be good. We're probably not going to know it. Well... Okay, well, this is interesting, actually. It's about Louisiana. This says, I'll let it load on the other tab here. It says, Louisiana, only imagine. coastal residents evacuated as tropical storm Cristobal approaches. I forgot it was hurricane Wait. season. I'll be honest. I think it is hurricane season. I don't even season. know what hurricane season uh, is. I don't I know. I would like to point out, we all live in uh, either Minnesota or in Jack's case, Upper Peninsula, Michigan. Uh, we generally don't worry about hurricanes, so I think it's uh, kind of goes over our head a little bit. Oh, definitely. It's true. It's true. All right, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up tropical storm crystal. Do ball. it. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to load this article here. It's taken a little while, but I have gathered this. It formed in Mexico, and it's going yep. towards Louisiana. I don't know what level it is. I'm curious. It's a tropical it's, storm, so it's not even. It's not even a hurricane. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You it's can tell it seems like we don't know much about <laughs> about the tropical storm if, if crystal. If you could think of like the Gulf of Mexico as a circle, it's currently like the eye of the storm, right? It's called the eye of the storm. The center yep. of it is in like the dead center of the Gulf, um, and it's expected to strengthen as it goes up towards Louisiana. Here's so, question: Yes, flood New Orleans again. New Orleans is under It's supposed level. to hit New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, no. Heavy rain has triggered flooding and mudslides in Mexico and Central America from the Weather Channel, according to this. So. Oh, oh wait. If you're on the Weather Channel, I'll leave the Weather Channel. I'll go find something else. <laughs> Phil, that was the first one on Google, so it doesn't surprise me. It, it was. I was. I clicked on the same Coincidentally, thing. Coincidentally, Google no. News. I'm a little disappointed. It was not loading the article from that link. I don't know what, the, what was up with that. They got to fix their website. Oh, well. See... If you uh, look at whatever, I might guys, I might send you this picture too. If I can figure out how to save image. In the meantime, I, I want to ask you guys: Do you think that, given all of the extra news that's been going on in 2020, it's been a chaotic year. Do you 
How how big do you think a hurricane would need to be before it became top of the news? I think it would depend on where it hit. Uh, like if it hits in like middle bumfuck nowhere, like that's where like where it is. Yeah. It's probably won't get much news, but if it's like like a big city or something, it'll yeah. be all over the news again. Because if you think about it, with the pandemic going on and mass evacuation and trying to find people all that live, that would be a that would be a shit show of massive proportions. Yes, yeah. it would. Okay, I it think, would. If you guys shit. can, if you guys have got the Discord pulled up, yeah, right. So you can see it. By Wednesday, it's gonna hit me. I'm gonna live through a hurricane. Well, <laughs> I don't know about. I don't know if we're reading this map correctly. I I think that's sort of as that's it's propagating a storm going north. It looks like yeah, we're looking at it go through Louisiana up through. Looks like it's almost following the Mississippi River, and then it goes it it goes a little east and and hits the upper. Well, then peninsula. it comes straight for. Then it comes straight for me. I see. I think. I think that at that point it's gonna be. I'm no weather person, but I think it's going to be like a, a maybe a thunderstorm or something by then. I think it's going to be like a stage five hurricane. I think it's going to get worse. Hurricanes. There, there is a lake effect. They, uh, there is. I'm going to be a survivor. They get weaker over land. Yeah. Well, they don't have any. Nah, like, but once water. it gets to Lake Superior and Lake Michigan, that'll pick up. That's going to kill me. <laughs> okay. Well, we enjoyed having you on the show. Uh, yeah. Thanks. I will say it. So I was I was in Hawaii a couple of years ago, and I had flown in during a hurricane. Uh, or it might have been a tropical storm. To me, it looked like a hurricane. Like I, you look out the plane window, and it's this massive, just rotating clouds. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is this is scary. Um, and we personally, like, I wasn't affected by it too much because on most of the Hawaiian islands, there's a wet side and a dry side. Yeah. And we were staying on the dry side of the island, and we actually didn't really get hit. What but, island were you? Um, I believe this was on the big island okay uh and so obviously there's the big island is fairly large for anybody who hasn't been to hawaii yeah. it's like three times the size of most of the other hawaiian islands or more um and so when we were on the dry side it was completely fine but one day we drove over to the west side of the island after the hurricane had like dissipated you know halfway through our stay and everything was trash like all of the roads were just washed out like you couldn't you couldn't navigate it it was mind-boggling. So I understand, like, even if that was a tropical storm, I think it was a low-grade hurricane. But yeah. I, I can appreciate that something like that could definitely do damage. You you go through a hurricane in Hawaii. I raise you volcanic eruption in Hawaii. Granted, I was on <laughs> Maui. I was not affected at all, other than some, like, mild haze. But, like, I remember we'd go in a restaurant, and only thing that was on there is just, like, magma or lava or whatever it is all over like the roads and like these news people are like right there i'm like uh yeah no why why are you doing that is that, that is that just par for the course when you go to hawaii i've never visited hawaii it's, do you guys remember a couple years ago there was the the like emergency oh, alert yeah. that said like hawaii is getting bombed yeah, no, it was oh, yeah. Like the, yeah it was like i think it was like the nuclear one yeah yeah like, yeah like a literally one. nuclear my boss was in Hawaii during it, and he was like, I was sitting on the beach, and my phone started going off, and I said, well, this is how I'm going to die, sitting on the Hawaiian oh, beach. Man. You know, honestly, like, out of all the ways to go out in, like, a nuclear bomb, on Hawaii, on the beach in Hawaii, probably not the worst. Nah, nuclear bomb sounds pretty shitty, no matter well, how you I mean, spin it. You, I think you're going to die pretty quick if you're on, like, the Hawaiian islands. Assuming that that yeah. island gets nuked, if you're on the other ones, then that's probably bad, but, you know. So I was one of those people with that story. I do remember that story, but I didn't really follow it until the the part that it was 
a false alarm was already known. So I never experienced the, was that, was it scary at the time or did everybody think that it was potentially a false alarm? Because there was a period of time between when the alarm came out and when people knew it was a false alarm that I was not aware of until after. So I only heard about it as a false alarm situation. Yeah, one of my buddies uh, served in the army and he was like stationed in Hawaii and he said it was the most hectic three hours he's ever experienced. Well, I could imagine with the army. Of no one knew what was going on, and none of the, the radars showed any like missiles or bombs coming in, but this alert had got sent out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose, I mean, if you thought it was even a chance that it was real, that would be pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with the army, I feel like they're like, especially like the radar guys who are like, you know. That's they, their they job. They can't see anything, and they're like, the. What? 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 Well, so with with all this uh bad news coming in 2020, I gotta bring up the question. You know, back in 2012 when the world was supposed to end. Oh yeah, of course. Do you think the Mayans missed it by a couple years? You know, you gotta take into account the uh, like standard error into that. They were, you know, I don't know how far back they were, but I think that we like, added leap years and stuff. Plus or minus chance. ten years, I think is pretty good. If I'm That's being what I'm saying. Twenty is when it ends. We're halfway through. Nice. We got another half. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be half, here. Half, not gonna lie. Did you guys see Ebola has been found yeah. in the Congo? Oh yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty is the year. It's all going downhill. Yeah. We'll come back. The twenty twenties. What if it's the decade? Just, just. Oh no, I don't know if I could take another year like this. Yeah. I have to be honest. <laughs> if this, if we have another pandemic or something in our lifetime, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah. Oh boy. Hopefully, this will wake people up, though. I, I mean, if you look like Bill Gates has been researching pandemics and and like human response to pandemics for years and years, and he kept saying like we we don't have the the infrastructure to deal with this. And this, I, I feel like COVID in general has just made everybody more aware. Ironically, I'm pretty yeah. sure that there's like that SARS outbreak. And I, I don't, I'm like, I'm not an expert on this, but I'm pretty sure that they said like that they could have at least got like the base of a vaccine for another, like coronavirus is a type of virus, I believe. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's because like the little heads on the Yeah, molecule. So I'm pretty sure that they could have at least had a base for the, the vaccine if they put more research into it, but they'd like, it was like, oh, SARS is already gone. We no need to anymore. But then you have all these experts who are like, no, 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 no. This is what's going to happen. This is this is like the thing you got to work out, watch out for. It's not Ebola because that it it's really infectious, but you have to come direct contact with like bodily fluid, and it kills people really quick, which is bad. But it's not the thing of like global pandemic thing. It's this sort of like it's like a flu where how it transmits is yeah. like the scary thing. Yeah. And that's been that's been the big story with COVID is how easily it spreads, for sure. Yeah. Well, that all came from. Uh, hopefully, let's get the name again. Tropical Storm Cristobal. I might even be mispronouncing it. So if you live in the uh, Upper Peninsula, Michigan, be careful in like five days because we might get hit by it. Yeah. Well, Jack, we might want to have you as a live correspondent during that time. Oh yeah, I'll give I'll give a live weather let broadcast from. Yeah, I'll I'll let you know. I think we'll leave it at that. We're gonna have we're gonna stay tuned. See if Jack gets hit by Cristobal. Hopefully, seriously, Louisiana is okay. It sounds like there's been some flooding, so hopefully it's not too bad. But anyways. Before we wrap up, 
We wanted our final time on this podcast to be spent answering some of life's most difficult questions. We picked just one, and our answers will be succinct and accurate. The question can be lore-related, existential-related, semi-related, or not even related at all. As always, the panel gets the last word. Today's question pertains to the title and lore of this very podcast. There are four of us. So who is the liar? Moderator answers first. If I was the liar, I wouldn't have asked this question. Nick, who is the liar? Jack, obviously. Chase, who you is know, the liar? I think, I think Matt's the liar, because I was told there would be snacks. Jack, who's the liar? Uh, Chase is the liar. He says he's not a cuck. <laughs> well, this is Three Truths and a Liar. <laughs> Hosted by Matt, Nick, Jack, and Chase. Thanks for listening, everybody.